Welcome back to Building the Bach, and I'm your host, Jason Spies. In this next segment, we focus on the community of Williston, North Dakota. For this feature, we talk with the mayor, Ward Kozer. Excuse me, I mean former mayor. In June of 2014, Ward Kozer will be stepping down of Mayor of Williston. This is the exit interview with the Mayor of Williston, Ward Kozer, on what the past 20 years have been from his eyes in the city of Williston, North Dakota. Judge found me guilty and I hung my head and cried. This segment of Building the Bakken is sponsored by BakkenLocator.com. The Bakken's premier business directory. It's the directory I use, and so should you. The best B2B directory out there. That's BakkenLocator.com, the premier business directory of the Bakken oil fields. BakkenLocator.com. And now our exit interview with Ward Kozer after serving 20 years as mayor of Williston, North Dakota. Kozer, Mayor of Williston. Now, from my understanding, this is your last term as uh, Mayor of Williston. I guess uh, some early closing remarks, if you will. It is. It's uh, they'll be finishing 20 years in June. Uh, it's been an exciting time. You know, the last four years have probably been the busiest and most stressful and hectic of my life, but they've been some of the four best years of my life. Wonderful opportunities and. and uh, you know, I'm part of the job. I'm anxious to be over with. Other parts of it, I'm going to miss for sure. You've seen quite a bit, I'm sure. And uh, who knows, maybe the book will be coming out someday. Uh, just a few, maybe uh, uh, one or two uh, milestones or highlights in your last 20 years, specifically speaking to the Bakken evolution. Okay. You know, when I started 20 years ago, it was real quiet. We had gone through an oil boom and a bust, and we were struggling as a community. And we, we struggled. We continued to struggle over the years. Probably then in about 2006, we started to see activity come, apartments fill up, and, and uh, you know, from then on, it continued to grow. Uh, obviously, the Bakken, um, the way it materialized, uh, has certainly been a game changer for our region, really for the whole state of North Dakota, I think, in many ways. Uh, but uh, last four years uh, really have been uh, the ones that uh, I'll always remember. How is it being the center of the nation's attention? I mean, for a good year, you were the global attention. And then the next year, you were only the nation's attention. And now, the, now it just seems like the Bakken is the attention, no longer Williston. You understand what I mean. What, what was that like? Well, it was very interesting. We had, first of all, we actually had reporters from all over the country first. You know, all the news media were there, and they would look at us, and they would say, you know, there's no place like you. Uh, then we went through a period of time where we had all the, the world media be there, from China, Japan, Germany, France, Netherlands, Switzerland, you go on down the line, Norway. Uh, all those reporters would be here. And I sometimes would ask them, well, why are you in Williston, North Dakota? If you're from Germany, why do you come to Williston? It's always interesting. Uh, and the one I remember was a lady, a German reporter, and she said, you know, in, in Germany, we look at what's happening in Williston as how it impacts the U.S. economy. Uh, that really was an eye-opener for me to think that in Germany, they actually recognize what's happening in Northwest North Dakota is impacting the U.S. economy. I've heard that the uh, Bakken is the testing ground for the globe. Um, have you heard that as well? Well, I haven't heard it put in those terms, but I, I think a lot of technology is happening here, a lot of innovation, a lot of research uh, determine how to do this. And so, you know, it kind of started here. Now you, now you see it in other parts of the country where they're talking about shale formations and using the, the hydraulic fracturing, horizontal drilling as well. They say the mark of a true capitalist is one that 
gives back to the community. Are you seeing that level of capitalism where they're giving back to the communities up in Williston? I, I think we really are. You know, first of all, the thing that's really different now from in the 80s is the large oil companies are investing in the community. In the, in the 80s in that boom, they rented property. This time they're actually buying and making huge investments, many times $30, $50 million uh, on facilities. So that's that part's been exciting. And then they're just very involved, especially the larger companies, whether it be cleaning up the patch, uh, whether it be uh, working with the schools, whether it be looking for projects to get involved with. Uh, I'm real pleased. You know, the smaller companies aren't quite as... Uh, free with their money, it seems like, but, but the large companies that really, for the vast majority, have been really good neighbors. How is the community of Williston doing? Uh, recently, the new community center was built in Williston. Uh, nice project by J.E. Dunn, right. uh, I understand. I toured it about a month before it was completed, okay. and it was absolutely gorgeous. Have not been back yet. I'm going to be heading up there next month. Good. With that as the lead, what are some of the other community investments being made in Williston? Well, we're, we're doing a lot of building. You know, in the last three years, in the, in the, in the years uh, 2011, 12, and 13, we spent, we had about $1.2 billion of building permits in that three-year period, so there's been a lot of construction. Uh, the ARC, the rec center, that's probably the biggest thing that we've done. Uh, but you just see the city looking at all kinds of infrastructure, whether it be churches that are building, banks that are expanding. Uh, you know, most businesses are doing very well, uh, and they're taking, making this the opportune time then to, to expand. Are you growing? I mean, are people, I know you're growing, but are, you, are people staying? I think we're starting to see more of that. We're starting to see more young couples. The hospital will tell you that. I know the churches will tell you that. The schools will tell you that. A lot of young couples. The, the town is becoming a much younger town, a much more diverse town. Obviously, rapidly growing now. For three years in a row, the Census Bureau has said we're the fastest-growing metropolitan. Uh, you know, so the good, the big indicators are very positive. Unemployment less than one percent per capita income, some of the highest in the Upper Midwest. So the big indicators are very positive. Day to day, we still struggle. You know, with long line at the post office and dust and dirt and trucks and traffic and all those sorts of things. But but the big indicators are good. Uh, the young people seem to embrace all of this change. The older generation struggles sometimes with it. Uh, you know, they really kind of liked it the way it was. It was quiet and peaceful. It was a great place to live. Uh, but I, I say this, you know, for years, the only way we really kept our population is by farmers retiring and moving to town. All our young people would go off to college and never come back. There, there are no jobs for them. Now that's changed. Uh, now there are jobs for a lot of young people, and so they're moving back, having families, and, and, I, and I trust that many of them that will make this their home. It's things like the ARC that will help that. As you have a quality of life that appeals to them, uh, I think they'll be attracted. They've often said that uh, Williston and Tioga and some of the more northern uh, oil towns got caught off guard just by the sheer speed of what happened. Uh, Watford City's trying to uh, not get caught off guard. Dickinson seems like they had a, a good front end control. Bowman, they've done pretty well too on the front end. Uh, do you feel like the horse got let out of the barn in your town or what? I, th I think what happened to us is, you know, we were prepared in a sense because we'd had a boom before. I know on the commission we started talking early about what we were going to do, but I don't think anyone dreamed it was going to grow as rapidly as it has. We never dreamed that we would be the fastest growing micropolitan city in the country. And so although we, we tried to be prepared and we went through, we did a new master plan for the city, we did comprehensive plans, we did transportation plans, we did all those things that you should do, that the growth was still so rapid that it made it difficult to deal with. I really think now we're catching up. Our infrastructure is getting to be in place and, and uh, 
you know, it's it's better town today than it was a year ago, and a year down the road it's going to be better yet. So, uh, we 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 played the game with the cards we were dealt. Uh, it just came at us so fast uh, that it made it difficult. Workforce housing. Um, there's a moratorium coming in October, or it expires or something. Just if you could address workforce housing uh, when it comes to Williston. Okay. Workforce housing is something that's been used a lot in our area. We probably had 10,000 units in town, or not really in town, but close to town. We didn't have very many in the town. Uh, and, and we put a moratorium on it. We said, you know, we really need to get families here. Uh, the problem you have when you have workforce housing is you have no teenager there to work at McDonald's. You have no spouse who might be a nurse at the hospital. And so you simply just have to, you know, you, your service sector really struggles. So what we've tried to do is encourage that. And, and part of that process is put a moratorium. We haven't, we haven't shut them down. We haven't said we aren't going to allow them. And when it comes up this fall, uh, I would suspect it will get extended again. Uh, and what we'll find is the good operators will stay in business for a few more years. Uh, those who maybe aren't quite as concerned about the environment and people and whatever will probably end up uh, shutting down. So I, I see that as kind of slowly ratcheting down. Uh, just a couple more questions for the mayor of Williston, Ward Kozer. Uh, let's talk about some of the locals that are not embracing this oil boom. Uh, you're the mayor. They obviously are going to come to you for solutions and, and kick out the big bad wolf. Um, what, how, how did you, um, what kind of bedside manners, how did you deal with some of the locals? Because you're, you're limited to what you can do as the mayor. Well, I think the first thing you have to do is listen to people and give them a chance to speak. Uh, you know, affordable housing has been one of those issues that's just been really tough to deal with. Uh, we've done a lot of construction. Uh, uh, we've worked hard on the issue, but it's really a matter of supply and demand. Uh, and the, the, although the supply has been great, the demand has even been greater. And so the price of housing is very, very difficult. And that creates a challenge, especially for that senior citizen on fixed income. And so what we try to do is listen to them. We've had committees set up to study and look for options. And, and we've tried to check out any ideas that people might have. And, and, uh, and then I just tell people, just you know, try to be patient with us. We're working through this. It's going to get better. I, I think the price, of, the rental price of apartments is going to come down. It's actually started maybe just a little bit. Uh, and uh, so just hang in there with us, and better days are ahead. Uh, f final question. Um, actually, be more of advice uh, from somebody about to embrace the boom within their town or, or embrace the uh, evolution coming within their town, whether it's Amadon or whether it's Bowman or maybe even like a Belfouche or, or, or like a Buffalo. Uh, it, it is coming that way. It might not come for a few years, but uh, just some advice to maybe the citizens or the mayors, city leaders, what you've experienced. Well, what we did in Williston is we, we talked about three Ps. We talked about planning, people, and partnerships. Uh, planning very, very critical, and so you need to plan ahead. You need to make sure you have a good master plan for your community you have transportation plans you make sure your water and sewer and all that are up to up to par then you need to have the right people in place you need to have the right building inspectors for an example if you're going to have a lot of growth you need to have planning and zoning people in place uh, commission whatever and then you need to partner with whoever you can uh, and we feel that by using those three following those three p's uh, the planning people in partnership, we really have come through this, all things considered, quite well. And, and so that's, that's the advice that I give people who are looking forward to something like this. And this segment of Building the Bakken was sponsored by BakkenLocator.com, the Bakken's premier business directory. That's BakkenLocator.com. To listen to the entire interview with Ward Kozer, visit our website, BuildingTheBakken.com. Because I'm walking out, I'm talking out. 
smoking, I'm joking with the people that I know. And I'm thinking, I'm drinking, I'm spinning, I'm grinning. I hope my car starts when I go.